Blog Talk Radio. This is Dawn Marie Alexander Borsicole of The Process 319 Unleashed. And I hope that everyone this morning is having an absolutely awesome, bang-up, exciting day. And guess what? Even if you're not, change it. Because if you're walking in any level of power, you have the ability to change your atmosphere. Well, I am so glad that you have joined us on the show this morning where my guest is the one, the only, Linda Smedley. She is going to talk with us today about domestic violence and what God has put on her heart in regards to that. And we're also going to talk about other issues facing women, especially what we see out there in our society today. So if you guys enjoy the show, make sure that afterwards you hit us on Facebook because we want to make sure that we get Linda back. We've already know this is going to go into a part two. So, Miss Linda, good morning. Thank you for being with us this morning. Good morning. How are you? I am just wonderful, wonderful. I want to thank you this morning for being with us, and I'm going to go ahead and read a little bit about your bio and um uh, I, I really ask everybody to support what Linda's doing because she's doing more than one thing. She is the, you know, the quintessential entrepreneur. She's a mother, minister. She has a new uh, uh, vision now with what God has given her with this domestic violence program that she's going to talk to you about today. She's earning her master's degree in ministry. Wow. Oh, my God. She's blowing my mind right now. And she's also a designer. She's creative. She does tote bags. She does so many different things. And, you know, it's so awesome because we know things, you know, and to see this young woman walking these things out is just phenomenal. But I want Linda to start talking about a little bit about herself, and then I want Linda to go ahead and share why she um, believes God has put this awesome, awesome um, task at her hands to deal with women and domestic violence, and we're just going to go from there. So, Linda, Welcome to the show, yes. and tell us a little bit about you and why God put this on your heart. Thank you. Um, thanks for having me. Um, a little bit about myself. Well, like you said, I am a wife. I'm a mother of four, soon-to-be grandmother, um, entrepreneur. Um, most people don't know my – I started uh, – I had a daycare 2004. I started – that started my entrepreneurship um, 
and then um, it just grew from there. Uh, the daycare actually turned into more of a ministry for me um, because the women that were coming, the men, women and men that were coming to me, uh, needed ministry. They needed healing. They needed prayer. So um, it evolved into that. Um, as far as the domestic violence uh, awareness, uh, back in January of this year, the Lord had laid it on my heart to create a drawstring bag, My Way of Escape. Um, and it was for women or men to be able to have personal items that, you know, maybe they had to leave in an emergency. They or, um, they were escaping. They couldn't grab anything. And so in the bag would be uh, personal items, um, toiletries, and um, just, you know, things that you would normally have when you wake up in the morning. Um, also, you know, uh, included is inspirational, some inspirational information, maybe some scriptures. Um, and so that's what started it. It didn't happen in January, um, but it did take off this year. I mean, this uh, month, this past month. And I got in, that's how I got involved in that. Um, I met, I got together with some women who were brave enough to tell their testimony um, which can be, you know, if, if you wanted to read it, you could go back on my uh, heartsexposed.com website, and there's uh, about six testimonies of women who have survived, 10-year uh, survivor, 20-year survivors, and they survive all types of domestic uh, abuse. And um, and that's where we are, and, and we're, we're going to continue to go on with the campaign. Um, it's called the Shout It Out campaign, Shout It Out Against Domestic Violence and Dare to Care. Um, and we're going to continue to go to bring awareness wherever we can because domestic violence doesn't stop after October 31st. Girl, that's the and truth. Well, that's that, that's oh, yeah. awesome. You know, that's that's a lot. You know, I'm um, yeah. I want to start by giving people some national statistics because we can kind mm-hmm. of figure out if it's national, we can only imagine what's going mm-hmm. on in our local our local states, and um, some right. states are worse than others simply because um, of what goes on. Understand, ladies and gentlemen, every nine seconds. Think about that. Hold your fingers up. Every nine mm-hmm. seconds. In the U.S., mm-hmm. a woman is assaulted or beaten. Mm-hmm. Every nine seconds, ladies and gentlemen. On average, mm-hmm. nearly 20 people per minute are physically abused by an intimate partner in the United States. Now, mm-hmm. just a sidebar, and I'm not that great at, I'm not that fast at math. But divide nine seconds into 60 minutes and and, and mm. figure out how many women are being abused just while this show is going on right now. And then do every right. 20 minutes. That's four. Mm. Or close to four 20 minutes. That somebody's mm. getting their brains knocked out. Yeah. They're beaten. Think about the fact that right now we're airing this show from California. It's only five o'clock in the morning, but on the East Coast it's not. It's eight o'clock. So mm. think about that nationally. That's powerful. One in three women and one in four men have.
form of physical violence by an intimate partner within their lives. And now I think you're going to see a lot more of this now mm. that we have um, gone into a society, a society that embraces same-sex relationships. I don't think wow. you're going to see it. It's not going to stay utopia because relationships are relationships. They have dynamics and dynamics cause these in things to happen. And I believe that we're going to begin to see it rise because it's already here. One in three and one in four men and women, you see. So mm-hmm. we need to look at this. Um, during one year, this equates to more than 10 million men and women. And alone was just for the every 20, um, 20 minutes. One in five women and one in seven have been victims of uh, severe physical violence by an intimate partner in their lifetime. That's severe. So one in seven is severe. One in four is just victims. And that's on the male side. On the male mm. side. One in seven women and one in 18 men have been stalked by an intimate partner during their lifetime to the point in which they felt very fearful of or believe they or someone close to them would be harmed or killed. And I'll go into more of these later. I mean, what are you seeing, Linda, when you hear statistics like this and when you meet people? What are you experiencing? Um, what One of the major things that I'm experiencing is um, the fact that it surprises me the people that I'm finding are have been victims or be or are being victimized right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the the out the makeup of a person. You don't you can't see on the outside that a person necessarily is being abused. They're they're going right. to work. They're doing their thing. They're they're moving forward. They're trying to maintain their you know. And I know for the most part it's covering up because of whatever the fear, the shame, um, but. You know, to see people to find out, like, really, you're you you've been a victim. I I, I wouldn't have known it. Um, mm-hmm. Also, uh, the one of the things, and I know, you know, a lot of times we talk about women in domestic violence, but um, the other thing that I'm finding um, pretty frightening is that um, there are men who are also victims, but they they're too shameful. They're too uh, whatever you know for whatever reason they don't want to talk about it, and then. The children, the children are being um, overlooked. They're not being healed. Even if a, even if a person gets out of a domestic violence uh, relationship, they 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 some of them, some people are forgetting to let to find a way for the children to be healed as well. And so um, that's I guess the yeah the the uh, the things that I'm finding um, as well. I I. If I could, I want to tell you this. I had a phone call from a woman who found my name as a part of um, this group of um, people who who have anything to do with domestic violence. And she found my number. She called me. And um, she was talking to me about, you know, she wanted to get out and, and, you know, all of these different things. Um, And she was talking about her children and and it was surprising because she did, you know, talk about her children. She said to me, you know, my kids are starting to see, they're starting to know, they're, they're, they're being fearful. So, I, you know, 
I, I would just say that getting awareness, just making everybody aware of what's really going on and being honest about it, um, is, is big. Is big as far as what we're trying to do. Exactly. You know, when I was um, uh, uh doing uh, speaking on domestic violence, probably about ten two thousand and five, the, the the rates are not going down, ladies and gentlemen. They're not, mm-hmm. and and young, and the reason people can become abused is because uh, they start so young with being able to receive it, and right. they start in high school. The first time somebody lays hands on you, however minor, is a problem. Many times, and Linda and I are going to talk about this next. The women get into emotional rages, and it's never, ever, 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 ever good. But if they do something and a man lays a hand on them, what happens then is then the precedent is set, and now you have guilt on both sides. And we have to be careful as women, and men need to be careful in the relationship that they enter in. And it's not always easy to talk about because it happens at all walks of life. You can be rich and wealthy, white, and still get beat up every day. You could be a doctor or lawyer, and your husband or your wife is beating your brains out or coming close to it and knocking you around the house. And let's, let's clarify, any form of abuse physical, mental, emotional, is still abuse. If you mm-hmm. can't be you, if you don't feel comfortable to dress the way you, now let's be reasonable, ladies and gentlemen, you can't mm-hmm. walk around scantily clad and think that your husband's not going to make a comment. But then again, if that's the way you were dressing beforehand, there's a lot of factors that go into this. It doesn't matter if you are being abused, if you are fearful, if you're being made to feel uncomfortable, if you're being made to feel like you're less than a person, that nobody's going to love you, it's time to go. And I don't care if, they, if you met them yesterday and they are fine as wine, they have money up the wazoo, they take care of you, they stand up for you. It does not matter if they are laying their hands on you or making you feel like you're less than, you need to leave. And is that, is that what you're seeing, Linda, that people are just afraid to leave? Yeah. Um, and, and let me just say this. I I am no expert when it comes down to domestic violence as a whole. This is truly a God thing. But what I am finding um, in talking to the women um that gave their testimonies during the month of October. Um, it, it is it's fear fear of leaving for maybe they don't have the finances. Um, maybe there's not um, they can't find services in their area. Um, sometimes it's a comfort zone thing. You know, well I'm comfortable mm-hmm. here, or you know, oh it's not so bad. Um, you know, well, or he's taking care of me or she's taking care of me in this respect. So maybe I could just deal with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. it, it, it's for every person, it's different. And, you know, um, sometimes people who are not victims of it, they don't understand it. Um, and they may say things that are off the wall or not even the case. So, you know, why did you say blah, 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 blah. Um, 
But unless you're in it, unless you have some uh, knowledge of it or or you're a victim of it, you don't really understand have no um, clue. what goes on. Yeah, have no clue of what's going on in the psyche of a of another person. Um, so yeah, so those are you know those are the reasons of, um, that it, this fear you know of finances. I, I got you know some people. I have four kids. I got five kids, and what am I going to do? And you know, um, so so I think yeah, I think fear of of a lot of different for, from a lot of different aspects um, is the biggest thing you know, um, mm-hmm. and that's why it takes a lot of courage for a person to uh, escape their abuser because. You know, some people leave and they have absolutely nothing but the clothes nothing. on their back. If right. that, you know, they may have to grab their children and just um, escape, you know, so that they they can have their lives mm-hmm. so that they can go on another day. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, and I commend what you're doing. You know, um, it doesn't take a lot for us to be out there and willing to help. And we're going to talk about your bag and how people can get those a little bit later in our conversation. And I want to make sure I point them to your website so that they can grab it and support what you do. Um, Domestic violence is just so violent and it, 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 it lasts for years. I know when I was going through it, the worst thing that I hated and, and really perpetuated my desire to stay was when people said, Oh, he doesn't love you. Oh, he doesn't love you. You don't know that. You're not in my house. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not. So mm-hmm. to me, it wasn't about him loving me. It's about women and men loving themselves. Because exactly. when you love yourself, you and what you accept. Think about that new dress you buy, that new pair of pants, mm-hmm. that new pair of shoes. You don't wear them outside in the snow. Yes, I still know about snow, ladies and gentlemen. You don't wear them in in, in bad weather, in the rain. Man, when you wear, you get your hair done, you make sure, you know, you keep the little, you you go out and put a Walmart bag on your head if you need to. Make sure that Mm -hmm. you preserve what is new. You preserve what is cared about. Well, here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. You have to preserve you. And when I, I I don't focus on the, the the victimizer, I focus on the victim of domestic violence when I'm speaking to anyone, and I'm sure that you do too, uh, Linda. I yes. focus on I'm, because it, because if you're not ready to leave, all I will do, and Linda can attest to this, all I will do, all we're going to do is frustrate ourselves. And anybody mm-hmm. out there who has tried to get someone to leave a domestic violence person. He just frustrates themselves. So stop. Mm-hmm. What you focus on mm-hmm. is helping that person feel good about themselves, helping that person find their strength, helping that person find their voice, helping that changing their environment, taking them out, mm-hmm. showing them what else is out there, you know, showing exactly. them how to get help so that they know when they're ready where they can go. There are things that right. you can do. Uh, let's talk about mm-hmm. some things that people I wanted to hit this one, this other uh, statistic here. Women between the ages of 18 and 24 are most commonly, think about that, guys, 18 and 24 are most commonly abused by an intimate partner. And then mm-hmm. it went on to say that 19% of domestic violence involves a weapon. 
And here's why I say that now that we have the in the uh, invitation or the uh, acceptance of same-sex marriages in our society, check this out. Intimate partner violence counts for 15% of all domestic violent crime. 15%. That's not a little number. That is not a little number. But we don't hear about that. Because it would it would shift some things, you see. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about those things, Linda, that women don't recognize or men don't recognize as being um, part of the process of, of um, uh, wielding, not wielding, what? but um, bringing somebody in to being um, abused. And, and, and separating them from people. So I want to start with one of the first ones. When the person that you're with alienates you from your family or victimize mm. or um, vilifies your family, they don't love mm. you. They're not this. They can't treat you this way. They don't provide for you. They don't do. When they begin to vilify your family, and nobody's mm-hmm. family is perfect. Mm-hmm. Then they're what they're doing is they're whittling away mm-hmm. your support system so they can come your support system. Can you talk a little bit about that, Linda? Um, yeah. Well, um, let me say this. Um, and uh, I'm I'm giving you information a lot from a lot of the information that I learned from the from the women who um, gave their testimony. And uh, I'll please, ma'am, please, sir. Um, if you get an opportunity to go to my website to read to read some of these testimonies, they will bless your life. Um, but one of the main things that I, that people don't understand is that domestic violence is simply about control. It's not uh, about a hate thing, or oh, I hate her, or this or that, because at some point there was love. At some point there was compa- mm-hmm. uh, you know, companionship. There was a need, a desire to want to be with this person. So it's simply about control. Um, and, and the different ways of the different aspects of uh, domestic violence is um, just the avenue of control that a person uses. Um, when it comes down to family and how they alienate you from your family, their uh, their goal is to render you powerless because there's power in your family. That's your, you know, that's your foundation. That's your structure. That's your strength. You know, your family encourages you. Your family, you know, um, over, you know, your family can sometimes can be brutally honest, and they will. Their fear is that they'll open your eyes to what's really going on. So that's, um, you know, cut up, cutting off your power source is big for them um, as far as that. And like you said, um, to have to have a person totally dependent on the abuser is what puts them in a more powerful position in their minds. Um, you know, so now you have to come to them for money, which is still about control. You have to come to them for money. You got to come to them for I need a ride here and there or I need this or I need that. So everything, um, and it just makes you dependent. So now you have a fear of leaving. That starts mm-hmm. that whole connection, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, I want you to go ahead and give your website real quick, and I want us to continue to start um 
putting that throughout the uh, show today. Go ahead and give that website where people can go and read okay. that information. Okay. Um, the website is www.heartexposed.com. Again, that's www.heartsexposed.com. And on there, you, um, we I did a whole thing for the month of October. Um, there are statistics about each level of um, of abuse. Um, there are facts about it. Um, and then there's seven days of testimonies, um, including my testimony, um, as far as abuse is concerned. And it covers um, like I said, every aspect of, from physical to mental, emotional, financial, spiritual, um, verbal abuse. Um, so it covers all of that. Um, and if you want, if you'd like to become a sponsor of one of the uh, bags that I created, um, you can go to my website, which is www.thewordcustomized.com. And there you can see the, the the line of things that we have that you can that can be um, you can purchase to support victims of of abuse. Um, yeah, and that's, yeah. Those are the two websites. That's great. And find her on Facebook. What's your Facebook handle? Uh, okay. The, it is uh, facebook.com slash backslash Lady Smedley Designs. Great. So this yeah, look up Lady Smedley Designs, and you should be mm -hmm. able to pull it up. And you, or you can yeah. go ahead, Linda. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, it's that's the way. The Facebook dot com backslash Lady Smedley Designs actually dot Smedley. That's the whole. Um, but if you put in Lady Smedley Designs, I'm pretty. You can. I'll probably come up on there. You know, I ask you guys to support her because she does great work, and she's so passionate about women. Um, Linda, let's talk about the fact yeah. that um, too often, and this just is one of my little pet peeves, okay. women and men, you know, they get in relationships, and in the beginning, you have your three-month honeymoon, but mm -hmm. there's always things that you'll see that you may not like, that may not jail. Right. And then people take it. Mm -hmm. They put up with it. So let me ask you, Linda, is it ever going to mm -hmm. get better? If they address it and it doesn't get better, is it ever going to get better? Okay. Um, I'll, I'll put it like this. If you are crossing the street and you see somebody on the other side of the street and they're saying, no, don't go in there, waving their hands, don't do it, don't do it, don't cross the street, you're going to get hit by a car, and you keep going and you get hit, you have just ignored the warning sign. So um, in the beginning, you're going to you're gonna see warning signs. And, and if I could just back up a little bit, this is why awareness is so key. Um, and and uh, knowledge is truly power. Um, back, uh, you know, back way when people taught taught young people about relationships, how to mm -hmm. be, what to look out for, you know, how to be a lady, how to be a gentleman, all of these different things. But nobody is teaching the kids about relationships. They're not teaching them teaching them what um what to look for. They're not teaching them how to value how to they're not being taught how to value themselves. 
um, and what they what they should and should not accept. What's acceptable? There, there, there's no line, right, on, right. you know. Everybody's just, you know, you know, kind of letting the children do their own thing. So they're going. But into don't you think that comes, Linda, from the shows that we watch? Girls behaving badly. So girls oh are learning God. to fight. What? Girls are learning oh, to no. fight yeah. and 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 Definitely. beat each other to a pulp. It seems to be okay. It's everything is well. She shouldn't have said, and well, she made mm-hmm. me mad. And and you hear the guys talking about well, he made me mad. Well, no, 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 no. They may have made you mad. They may have because we all have mm-hmm. buttons. You know, people say mm-hmm. nobody can make you mad. Yeah, they can, uh, because people do things. If I come up to you right now, Linda, and hit you, I think I made you mad. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. But whether you stay mad and what you do with that Mm -hmm. is completely your choice. Mm -hmm. Okay. This this, this little girl hit me. Okay. Okay. What do I do? Do I let Mm -hmm. her hit me again? Do I use wisdom? Or do I go, I I draw a line and back you up a little bit and, and keep you at a distance, maybe find out, okay, Dawn, are you feeling okay? You on some kind of medication? What's wrong mm-hmm. with you, girl? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You know, mm-hmm. And if not, then mm-hmm. we need to have another conversation. You see? Right. But nobody, nobody makes you stay in a response. If somebody mm-hmm. does something to you, you may respond or you may react. The difference is response is usually has a level of thought to it. Reacting right. is if I come up and hit Linda, she just may may well hit me back. That may be her reaction. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you know because right. you don't know what she's gone through. So she may be already be on a defensive. So mm-hmm. when you if you didn't get it and she was very plain when she said it, you will see things. And mm-hmm. you are the one that cannot be so desperate for a man or a woman in your life that you begin to settle for right. whatever. Right. Yeah, you don't can, need no to compromising. No, you don't need to settle. Don't compromise. Don't compromise your values. Don't compromise, you know, um, your beliefs. You don't, don't compromise your life. That's what but how do you get them not to do that, Linda? People are hurting. You and I both know, especially in the church. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. You know oh, they can yeah. be shouting Sally on Sunday, but they were, they were creep creep mm-hmm. creeping on Saturday. How yeah. do we get people to do that? How do we get them to stand for their values? And even if you're not of the Christian persuasion, you have values mm-hmm. from somewhere. You have something that you believe in mm-hmm. that guides you. And I don't know any mm-hmm. a mainstream religion or even belief system that mm-hmm. is relatively normal that condones <laughs> just giving your body to any and everybody and, and allowing them mm-hmm. to treat it any kind of way. That's one yeah. thing that I'm sure I'm sure about. So mm-hmm. how do we exactly. get people to stick to their values, their beliefs, a, a level of self-worth? How do we do that, Linda? Um, Listen, I I wish I could give you the answer to that. I really wish I could give you the answer to that. Um, I, I, it's almost as what comes first, the chicken or the egg, you know, um, mm-hmm. you, 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 you know, there's lessons that need to be taught. There's things that we need to know. There's self-respect, there's, um, education, awareness. There's so many things that need to be, to come into place. Um, and, and, and truth, um, there's a lot of denial, uh, you know, going on about different things, um, 
self-respect is key. You know, um, we have to have a level outside of, you know, yeah, it's important for us to know how God sees us, but we have to also have a level of respect for ourselves as mm-hmm. individuals. And, and our bar has to be raised on what, um, on how we see ourselves, how we um, allow other people to treat us or, and how we treat ourselves, you know, because mm-hmm. if, if I'm treating myself bad, if I'm, uh, you know, laying down for every Tom, Dick, and Harry, you know, I can't expect anybody to then come and respect me and treat me like a queen, you know what right. I mean? Because I've already set, I've already set the standard. Um, and right. this is uh, young men, young women, you know, uh, older men, older women. It's across the board, you know, you have to have a level of respect for yourself and you set the standard. And if it, if anybody tries to bring you below that standard, you let them know, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Um, but right. like, uh, to go back to what you said about um, what's, what is being accepted across the board, TV, radio, it doesn't matter, whatever uh, airwaves, information can get out on, um, the standard of living has been lowered Ooh. to the ground. Um, <laughs> Under the ground for something. You're serious. You're, really, because and, and it's, so, it's so much of it that it has desensitized the people who are watching it. So everything becomes acceptable. So then when you see something on the street, if you have, it amazes me, um, just side note, you look at some of the things that's on the news or, or videos or whatever, and you see people, uh, somebody getting beat up. Nobody's mm-hmm. jumping in. Everybody has their phone out because they're taking videos of a person getting abused in some form of fashion. Right. You know, so everything has just been the thing is fair game now. So there's no, right. how does a child or a person look at, look for a standard? So, right. You know, it's just across the board that, you know, the standard has to be raised. And somebody has to be talking about it. Somebody has to bring it. But there's no standard anymore, Linda. There used to be. I I know. I know you said it already. (laughs) But we people don't. Okay. Let's see. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to give you a little side note about me and Linda. We said we were going to behave. But I think we just crossed the line. We. Start talking about some things, and we're getting ready to go in now. Um, so all I can say is, if we forget you guys are on the line, forgive us, and you know, check us next week maybe. Look, <laughs> people, the I'm looking at this one statistic: one near, nearly, nearly, 1.5 million high school students in the United States are physically abused by a dating partner every year. Where's your mama and daddy? Mm-hmm. Why are the parents? Where are the parents? Yep. 1.5 yep. million? And these statistics were from 2013. Mm-hmm. A 2013 study of 10th graders found that 35% had been either physically or verbally abused. 31% were perpetrators of physical or verbal abuse. What are mm-hmm. our teenagers doing? They used to mm-hmm. be ready for the SAT, the PSAT, the ACT. They used to be on play sports. What is it now that our teenagers have time to be abused, get abused? Could it be that we're allowing our teenagers to uh, date too early 
into relationships before they even mm-hmm. have a standard belief or value of who they are, before their self-image has, has been firmly established? If 1.5 million people and kids in high school are being abused, there's a problem, ladies and gentlemen. And then guess what? Abused children and abusers grow up to be abused adults and abusing Mm -hmm. adults. See, people don't want to talk about everything. They don't put these mm-hmm. statistics on television until somebody is killed or murdered or it's this big national sensation. Then it becomes sensationalized and then we want to help people. But then there's a young lady or a young boy or or group that's that that's been going through and they're going, Well, wait a minute. Now you wanna help me? Mm-hmm. Linda was talking about a standard. And I believe it's time for me to go here. See, people don't want to talk about the Lord. They don't want to talk about Jesus. Or they want to talk about it from a foo-foo standpoint. Mm-hmm. I went to church. I was on the usher board. I'm in the choir. I'm a good person. Your good is based on one person and one person only. God. Mm-hmm. Jesus. That's it. Your good is not based on when you compare yourself to someone else. And ladies, Mm -hmm. stop comparing yourself to other women thinking that you're better. You're not better. You're just different. Mm -hmm. Your your talents are different. Your abilities are different. Young men, boys, older men, older women, stop. You're holding on to men thinking that you're better, thinking that, well, he's not going to do this to me because I'm smarter. No, if you know that someone was in a, a situation of physical abuse, cheating, verbal abuse, financial, sexual, all the things that Linda mentioned, and you still walk in, are you a victim? Do it willingly. Is your self-esteem so bad that you don't see the warning signs? Are you living in a place of false pride? We want to help you this morning. We Mm -hmm. want you to know that that there are certain, it's a process. Mm-hmm. And if you don't understand that you need to first feel good about yourself before you try and enter into a relationship to feel good about somebody else. And if you're a mm-hmm. teenager, a boyfriend or a girlfriend is not going to increase your value. Mm-hmm. You have to bring the value. You have to bring your, you have to have value already set. I believe that. If you, if you do, if you stand at the that. door mm-hmm. and make that brother or young man or sister girl, well, not a sister girl because you should be opening the door for her, gentlemen. Right. If you stand there and wait for them to open up the door and they tell you, oh, you're asking too much, well, I'm worth it. Mm-hmm. Men, fathers, if you have young girls, if you have young boys, train them. They should take no less of a man than what you do for them. It should be no surprise that that they're told they're beautiful, that they get flowers and candy and treated special, because a young woman should be able to look at him and say, I'm not impressed by this. My this time. Exactly. Exactly. Young men. It is. Go ahead, Linda. No, I'm sorry. I think that's key what you're saying um, as far as that's concerned. It's, it's setting the standard at home because here's the thing. The, the 
family structure is important, um, and but the breakdown is phenomenal right now. Mm-hmm. There, there's exactly. no, there's no family. There's no, um, and I'm not saying this for everybody, so please don't get offended, ma'am, sir, if it doesn't apply to you. But for the most part, people are not doing family. They yeah. are not monitoring. They're not watching what their kids are looking at. They're not watch. They're not building relationships. They're not spending time talking and pouring in and grooming and 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 um you know t- uh 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 that's you know growing them up and and uh, pouring into their into their um to their lives. And like you said, talking to their son about being men, being good men, being men of character. They're not talking to their women about being um you know young ladies and carrying yourself a certain way. And so that they are, you know, raised up. And this is, and let me just say that this is across the board. This is not just about relationships, but financially. Teach your children how to, uh, you know, do finances. Teach them yeah. how to save. Teach them how to to put a put a nest egg away. Um, you know, I, I'm looking now to revamp some things in my own life where this is concerned. If anything was to happen to my family. And I don't have enough money to cover at least a month to three months, and that's just minimum, a mm-hmm. month to three months worth of bills. Then mm-hmm. I'm, what happens? Everything falls apart. You now right. you got to worry about your life. You got to worry about this. You got to worry about that. Kids don't know anything about finances. Right. They're not saving a a, a, no, a nest egg. Like there's right. so much, and and a lot of it stems from. You know, and I know we have all these outside influences, but, you know, the Bible's clear. says that if you train up a child in the way they should go, when they get older, they won't depart from it. So whatever right. you pour in, you have set the foundation. Let's, yes. you know, let that take root. But you've got to have a foundation. What right. are they going to stand on? You know what I'm right. saying? So right. um, I, I really believe that. I believe that um, children should not be dating before they know themselves. How are they right. going to get to know somebody else when they don't even know what they want? They Girl. don't know what they like, what they do like, what what to expect. They don't even exactly. know what to give for that mode, for that part, right. for that um, for that mode. You know what I mean? But, but so, yeah, but here's the thing: dating was never meant for. This was something like dating was never in the Bible. Courting was. You know, now the courting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've heard people say that word, and it sounds so corny to me. But here's the deal. If you're not ready to marry somebody and somebody's not ready to marry you, why are you spending all your or putting all your eggs in that basket? And why are you giving mm-hmm. them your goodies? There's no guarantee. And then women are finding, uh, and I know we're digressing into other women issues, but we said we were going to talk about this, but many of these things lead into domestic violence mm-hmm. because you look, domestic violence is a, is another, is an escalated version in many cases of inability to resolve conflict. And mm-hmm. many times men or women, the only way they know to resolve conflict is out of control. And that's a, that's a right. negative or an abnormal way to resolve it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, and it goes mm-hmm. there, but, and it's emotions are, are tied in, but people learn from what they see, which is what Linda was saying. But if a person is not going to marry you, you have girls somewhere crying and, you know, but I love you and you're the only person. Stop. 
And if a man tells you he does not want to be bothered, if a man tells you he doesn't want that kind of relationship, take him mm-hmm. at his word. Stop being mm-hmm. whiny and mealy mouth. Sorry, ladies. Stop. Mm-hmm. You will save yourself heartache. You will mm-hmm. save yourself from being in a situation I, where you may become mm-hmm. abused. Exactly. Because this man is and saying to you, I don't want, I don't want this. Go ahead, mm-hmm. Linda. I'm sorry. I just want to inject in, introduce no, don't this be one sure. thing while you're talking about it. Um, you said if a, if a man says he doesn't want to be uh, bothered with you, take heed. This also goes to um, if if a man's mother, a man's sister, tells you, listen, he not he's not ready. Don't do it. Take right. heed to that. Right. And Definitely. take time to watch how yes. a man or a woman treats Treat. their family members, yeah. how, yes. how, what the relationship is like, because that is an indicator of mm-hmm. what you're walking into. Mm-hmm. If you see mm-hmm. that that man is disrespectful and rude to his mother, mm-hmm. who he's been with for however many years he's been with her, and he still hasn't gotten it, you, are superwoman, you're not going right. to change him. You're not. Superman, not. you're not going to change her. If Mm-mm. she is foul-mouthed with her father or she's promiscuous when you met her, it's going to be the same way. Mm-hmm. You can't. We don't have control over another person's behavior and integrity. Mm-hmm. We only have control over our own. Yes. And if they're not so taking responsibility take for their actions, you know, if they were mm-hmm. treated bad by mama or daddy, if they, if everything is always somebody else's fault, run Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because even if it is their fault they shouldn't stay there number one um what are you doing to get beyond it no parent is perfect and if they did do Mm -hmm. something wrong okay this was probably kind of jacked up by mama or daddy but they're still my mother and father what am i going to do to make it better because now i know better i have information Mm -hmm. you see but you don't stay Mm -hmm. a victim the same thing if uh, if you've gone through other relationships, let me, I'm going to give you guys a secret. Okay, you guys listening close? If you keep getting in relationships and they go south, guess what? The common denominator is you. Mm. Change you. Find out what you need to do to get something different because mm-hmm. you will attract what you are. You will attract what you study. People told me, because I will be honest, I'm a little prissy. I know Linda's got her little prissy too. And people will tell us, well, you high maintenance and you high this. You're darn right. And your point? (laughs) Don't show somebody something that you don't want or that you cannot maintain. Mm -hmm. If you don't like something, Stand up. You know what? I'm I'm sorry. I don't like that. You need Mm -hmm. to know what are deal breakers in your life. Mm -hmm. There are some things that should be deal breakers. Mm -hmm. If you've been working with your tail. Exactly. Don't be afraid afraid to have your list of deal breakers. Okay. If he raises his voice at me, if he this, if he that, if she does this, if she does, have, have your standard already in place. Exactly. And and, exactly. and don't be afraid that if that person does not 
You know what I mean? I'm not saying look for this perfect person or whatever because none of us are perfect, but at least have a standard. Even in business, people have standards in business. I I won't Mm -hmm. let my business be this. You can't come in and do this to my business. uh, This is the standard. This is my level of whatever. So whatever it is, we all have, have a standard. Why not in relationships? We, have, right. we should have have standards and don't compromise them. If they mm-hmm. if they don't meet the standards, don't compromise. If you're right. supposed to be with somebody, can't nobody in hell stop that? No devil in hell, mm-hmm. nobody else on earth can stop what God has ordained for you. If there's somebody That's in right. your life, you wait for that person. Don't right. don't go through Tom, Dick, and Harry or Sue, Mary, and Jane trying <laughs> to get to the place that you need. Exactly. Just be patient. Keep your you, legs closed. Keep your mouth shut. Pray. Do your thing. I, okay, I'm sorry. All right, I'm gonna no. go. I'm just gonna say this. No, this, go I say was, it. I used to be a part of uh, this uh, ministry. Um, this uh, the bishop there. She said this. Um, she said this one thing one time. There was a woman's uh, conference, and she said this, and it was so powerful. Changed my life. She said, um, "Women, you are praying." For a man, and this can apply to a man as well, but she it was a woman's conference. So she said, women, you are praying for a man. You're praying for a husband. You're praying for this. Oh, I want him dark, tall, dark, and handsome, blah, blah, blah. She said, but let me ask you a question. She said, what are you doing in the meantime? She said, if, I, if, he, if you got a husband right now, if he walked in your life right now, are you prepared? She said this. Yep. She said, don't wait for no man to get you a house. Don't wait for a man to get you a car. Don't wait for a man to do this and do that. She said, go get your own house. Go get right. your own car. She said, so by the time the man comes, or the woman, but by the time the man comes, you've already set your standard. So now yes, he has to raise his bar. He yes. has to raise the bar. You can't come in half-stepping now. Yes. And she said this. He said, you want a husband? Are you prepared for him? She said, if that man go in the closet and he's running, he's in the bathroom, he go in the closet, is there extra toilet paper in there? If he go in the shower, have you made sure that there's soap that he can wash his, wash himself with? You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. Are you keeping and your children. Properly? And your children. Exactly. Because exactly. once you remarry, mm-hmm. you, you know you have children. You need to be, be. You need again to prepare your children. Mama or daddy wants to be married, and they need to understand mm-hmm. that when that shift comes, it, 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 it the the family order, the way it was intended, mm-hmm. did not change because people wanted to get a divorce. Mm-hmm. So people need to understand, daddy's not neglecting you. Divorce just had this ramifications, but he's taken on a responsibility now mm-hmm. of another family. And women, if you left your husband or you got pregnant by a man, stop expecting that man to do something other than what he's shown you, especially if you know he has other children. If he's not mm-hmm. staying there to parent them, what makes you think he's going to stay around to parent yours? And then why do mm-hmm. you keep opening up your legs and having another baby? Mm-hmm. And now you want a new man to come in and take care of three baby daddies, kids. You make it hard, mm-hmm. but you want a good man, an educated man, a man that has a job. So you need to set it up. You need to present as exactly as Linda was saying. I need to prepare myself 
for the kind of for that which I desire. Mm-hmm. Meaning, if you desire a certain level, what does that certain level have? Mm-hmm. What does that certain level look like? What do they talk about at that level? Mm-hmm. I'll give you an example, Linda. I was um, mm-hmm. I had a friend of mine, and he wanted to get married, and I wasn't his type because I had a value, so I wasn't the one. But he told mm-hmm. me this story that he had gone to church one day. And the girls, the women looked good. They were, they, they were fine and everything. But this is what turned him off. They had on stilettos in the church. But then they Ooh. took off their shoes and walked barefoot to their car. Now, to you and I, that's no biggie. But he mm-hmm. saw it as country and unprofessional. Why? Because in his mind, they were not prepared for taking off their shoes. If you're prepared and you bring another pair of slippers or something to go from A to B. And he felt that, he says, I work with the president of a university. I need to be able to leave my significant president and don't and know that they're not going to say something crazy. But he didn't have that with these women because this is the image that he saw. Why am I bringing this up? What image are you showing people? What Mm -hmm. image are you presenting to someone? It's Mm -hmm. it's up to you. And and so we only have like six minutes left, and I'm Mm going to go here, but I want to just kind of summarize some things. Women, men, we're not saying that it's your fault. The main thing that we're saying today is have self-value, have self-worth. It's never right for you to be hit. It's never right for anybody to lay their hands on you. Um, Know what you believe about yourself. Don't get involved and caught up with what society will show you. What you see really is not real. It really isn't. Telling you the backstory, the side story, the upside-down story, they're not telling you what it took to get where they are. You're not seeing it. But it's never right. Mm-hmm. But women stop also for my men. Women stop provoking with men, using the well, you can't touch me because you're a man thing, and putting them in situations where they're going to jail. These things are happening. Let's expose mm-hmm. the lie and tell the truth. I talk to many men who say, "Don Marie, I don't lay a hand on a woman. I don't." But the girl jumped in front of the door. I've moved her. I, all I wanted to do was leave. She calls the popo, and because I moved her, now I'm going to jail. Don't just do to these men. Don't. Mm-hmm. Last thing: stop getting your identity and your information from the media. I was watching a program yesterday. which is a good thing that they wanted to be married and be responsible. And the TV host said, wait a minute, what's wrong with your life that you want to get married at 21? You mean you don't have anything else better to do in your life but to get married? Mm. The world should not dictate your values. Right. Mm -hmm. One young lady, because she felt that she was a virgin for too long, she went online and found a man to have sex with And then that was it. And now she ends up feeling empty. The word of God is true. Sex is for marriage and marriage only. If you made a mistake, plead the blood of Jesus on it. Keep it moving. Don't do it anymore. 
If you don't like that feeling, it's not going to go away. And what you will do, you will, you will set up a pattern in your life to try and get that good feeling back. And you'll give up more and more mm-hmm. of yourself to get it back. You'll sell. That's how people end up on drugs. They want that high one more time. And it's not quite as good as it was before. So what do they do? They're going after it again. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Do what Linda said. Linda. Yes, ma'am. Tell us some more about your website. I know you have some other websites where they can get your bags and, and spell it out again for the people so that they'll know where they need to go to get it. Okay. Um, yeah, my website um, is www.thewordcustomized.com. That's T H E W O R D C U. S-T-O-M-I-Z-E-B.com. And uh, that, there you can go on. You can uh, pick a level of sponsorship for um, a man or woman's bag, which includes all those things that I explained er- earlier. Um, and with that comes um, advertisement. Wherever we advertise, your business, your brand, your ministry will be um, displayed there. Um, you can also go there and purchase a tea to show your support, and a portion of those will go to uh, uh, the make the completion of a film um, called "From Shades of Violence to, Co- to Colors of Survival." Um, we're trying to, you know, another avenue to try to bring awareness and get the word out. Um, and if I could just say uh, one last thing, um, just. Men and women are like this is a human issue. This is not a man or woman thing. It really is a human issue. And if uh, we could just get to the place where we are dealing with our own issues and becoming healthy individuals across the board and teaching our children to be healthy individuals across the board, then we will start to see change. So we, um, you know, instead of making it one color or one thing, just it's a human issue. We were built for relationships, so we have to have healthy relationships, and everybody has to play a part in that. Um, awesome. So, like I said, just go if you can, if you go want to look look at the testimony, read the testimonies that we had over the past month of October. My other website, my blog is www.heartexposed.com. That's heartexposed.com, and you'll find um, a lot of information about abuse and you'll see the testimonies and I, I promise you those testimonies will touch and change your life and share it with somebody who may be going through or just might need encouragement you know a, 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 of a hope you know because that's what the bottom line is hope we want to bring hope and we want to let people know that they can be free from whatever ails them Amen. Be free, guys. As you listen to the closing part of this song, you know, be free. You are free to walk on mountains. You are free to do great things. And be free in God. Look, I'm going to see you guys next week. And I'll also see you on Thursday as we finish our study or begin, continue our study on the book of James. Love you guys. Bye.
Okay. Yeah. 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 But yeah, that 